0: Hi
1: everybody, this is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. I will not be escaping
2: to Canada despite the hurricane this weekend, so we're just going to hunker down and watch this wonderful episode instead. you going to watch it again? No, hopefully never ever again. (laughs) Tipping her hand a little bit.
1: Hi, yeah. guys. We are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to slash The Simpson Show for only Dodge Month can access to all of our bonus content. We have a couple people. To thank Matt. Yeah. Uh, Aaron McCalion. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. And Ethan G.S. Thank you, Ethan. Ethan, you rock. This and week's... roll. And rock. And roll. And rock. And roll. This week's episode is The Bart Wants What It Wants, episode D A B F O Six. Originally aired February seventeenth, two thousand two. So this is our Valentine's Day episode. I think they are Aww, contractually so sweet. O- contractually obligated to write a relationship episode coming out on. And you could tell they didn't want to write this one. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> written by John Frank and Don Payne, directed by Michael Polchino, received a six point one rating, approximately six point four million viewers, finished twenty seventh in the in the ratings. It was the most third watched. It was a third watched program on the network. I don't, we don't get any comparisons this week, but maybe people are too busy smooching. Maybe it's Valentine's Day. No one wants to watch an
2: animated television show on Valentine's Day. Also, I mean, some people do, but most pa- people don't.
1: Apparently, all the marketing for this episode also revolved around going to Canada, had nothing to do which is with... such a small part of this episode. Yeah, it's very minor. And I think, um, it maybe drove people. I mean, it did 27th, which isn't bad, you know, it's, I think that's, it's like kind of good. For the Simpsons, in the the you know, if we're looking at the whole run of the show, but I don't, it's not really what the episode's about at all. Uh, Canada is just kind of there a little bit at the end. Uh, the chalkboard gag, the giving tree is not a chump. <laughs> be careful, I can see how you'd think that, however, you got to be careful, Matt. Okay, what'd you say about the giving tree? Well, I'm just
2: saying, from Bart's point of view, I can see why he would think that it's obvious the giving tree is not a chump. Uh, The Giving Tree is a loving creature who wants to provide for its young. It's almost like it's a parent of some type who basically gives of their bodies. I mean, babies eat their mother's brains. It's it's what you do as a parent. But Bart is too young to understand that. What?
1: Huh? What? Brains? You said eat their mother's Uh, brains. Basically, uh, having a baby causes the mother's brain to deteriorate slightly, but only slightly. Good to know. Uh, the, the, uh, The couch gag is the giant chorus kick line you can tell that they wanted to fill as much time as they could with this <gasps> you intro weekend <really> <laughs> it is as long as possible full intro full the longest couch gag they have and this episode just is hey guys f- f- filler lies ahead ahoy filler ahead uh, this episode guest stars Reese Witherspoon as Greta and Wolfgang Puck as himself for some reason.
2: Yeah, I think this was at the point in The Simpsons where celebrities were like, hey, I like The Simpsons. I am want to do a cameo and they just wrote them in for something super simple and everyone was happy except the people who actually had to watch it.
1: Yeah. Uh, the episode begins with... Homer having stolen the Olympic torch on the run from an Olympic helicopter. Uh, yeah,
2: was this in two thousand or two thousand four? I have to. It was for the Winter Let's... Olympics. What in the? Okay, I guess they wanted to feel zeitgeisty.
1: I guess it doesn't matter because this and this 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 is an inside incident, which uh, to be fair, it does get you at least get us just to the private school relatively quickly.
2: That's true. It's about a minute. So that's, that's <laughs> something they did to buy time. Basically.
1: Yes. They, they have an Olympic torch. They, you know, they're running from the helicopter. March takes it from Homer, throws it to the helicopter helicopter, then crashes and puts out the torch. Matt, this episode, Hmm. I, I I'm going to refrain from just rolling my eyes so hard that they fall <laughs> out of my head. But That's good, because you have to read the notes. The things they call jokes in this episode are, that's generous at times.
2: Yes, because a lot of them are just, hey, look at this wacky situation. Yeah, and? Your point? uh, I mean, it's it's kind of unusual. I don't even know if I'd call a lot of
1: them wacky. I I don't, I don't, it feels, I don't like, I don't necessarily like calling Latter-day Simpsons episodes retreads you know or or reuse plots from old episodes and this is just like this old episode etc because i think that originality is overrated and i think you can do a new simpsons episode with an old plot and just by changing up a few things here and there you can make it feel new but this feels like a bunch of old episodes cobbled together with not even with less funny gags
2: yeah, I mean, the whole point of this is it's basically Bart's friend falls in love, kind of, sort of, mixed with, uh, oh, uh, didn't we do one recently where Bart had a girlfriend? I don't remember.
1: I don't know, man. I, it, doesn't, yeah, I know. it doesn't, it doesn't, it in, doesn't, this inspires such little enthusiasm for me. It's very hard for me to muster up any amount of, oh, I, I care, I need to know which episode this is yeah. a third-rate copy of. So where this is them, they're driving now after the helicopters crash and they find themselves at the Springfield's private school, which we've never seen before, or heard about before. And neither has Lisa. And neither is Lisa. And, you know, Lisa is obviously upset about that because she's never, um, never been here. Of course, she wants to go because it's a good school. Um, but we, we we see a little bit of the private school. We get Lisa's little, uh, Lisa's opinion and, and desire to go. And we get some Skinner uh, stealing school supplies. Ah,
0: oh, this school has everything.
3: I know. Doesn't it just honk you off?
0: <gasps> Their periodic table has 250 elements.
3: And our school boards cut us back to 16. All of them lanthanides.
0: You know, we could get equipment like this through a bond issue.
3: Hmm. Here's your bond issue. (laughs) Quick, take these.
0: Principal Skinner, you're just stealing.
3: (laughs) Welcome to Dick Cheney's America.
0: Mmm, all this food is so (gasps) frou-frou. Ooh, Fabergé egg salad. Look, Brandine, it's Wolfgang Puck. Mr. Puck, you make the only grub what satisfies my gut worm, I swear. Try my Rice crispy squares. They are wasabi-infused with the portobello glaze. And you can buy them at the airport. I make mine with M&M's. With M&M's? Now that's what I call fusion. I could sell them on the internet. Mwah! To the Buckmobile. Oh,
2: that sounds like the worst Rice crispy treat ever. Wasabi-infused Rice crispy treat with a portobello glaze wasabi is fine on certain things mushrooms are never okay but add those to rice crispy squares and you've got a culinary abomination that pickles my stomach basically
1: pickles your stomach i so we get a little we get a dick cheney's america guy I, okay um I, I, why dick cheney why? Uh,
2: because at this point, I believe he was widely seen as the person really in charge of the W. Bush administration. And uh, the obviously, the Simpsons are a bunch of lefto pinko commies. So obviously, <laughs> that's what they uh, want to uh, get at.
1: Uh, I guess I, I here in the Wikipedia, it says uh, he, originally he would say, welcome to George W. Bush's America, because none of the series regular cast members could do an impression of him because the staff found it to be in bad taste. They decided to change it. Huh? interesting bad taste I,
2: I i know i right i'm like okay after the Scully years now you're worried about bad taste
1: yeah um whatever we get a little glimpse into the niceness of this school We get cake puck for some reason it's not this is the definition of a token celebrity appearance it doesn't there doesn't need to be a celebrity here you could have had and just a you know chef stereotype do this role and it would change nothing uh we get a silent auction bit we get lenny and carl fighting with mike sword fighting with microscopes none of these are quite jokes
2: no they're just
1: wacky things that happen to fill time and this first act is just that uh we get finally a plot arrives at the end of the first act If you want to even call it a a plot, because it's not really (sighs) it's not really there yet. It's still almost there, but we're still not quite. We're getting to the inciting incident, to the inciting incident, to the inciting incident. It's that again. Um, But there is a girl we see getting picked on by Rich, the rich bullies, which are different from our bullies, I guess. The Springfield's normal bullies. And Bart comes in, saves the day, uh, hits them with rocks or something from his slingshot. They run away. And then we meet Greta.
0: You were so brave to take on all those bullies. Those weren't bullies. That's a bully. Hey, butler, stop buttling yourself. Would well, that I could, sir? Ooh,
3: ooh. Time to go, Greta. Your mother's custody starts at 1,800 hours.
0: Your dad's McBain?
3: Ha, ha, ha. I play many characters. McBain, Officer Nick Vengeance, Sergeant Murder... And I was a voice on the Frasier.
0: Would you like to come to my house sometime? If it's okay with my dad.
3: Come. We play Uno. I chase you with hoes. No biggie.
0: Wow, cool. Uh, I guess we're leaving, too. <laughs> no, I belong here.
3: Please. Don't worry, honey. We can't afford this now. But when it's time for college, I promise my darling daughter can go to the finest school there is in South Carolina.
0: Oh, I will not be a Gamecock! You will too! No! Go Gamecock! No! No.
2: So, I take offense to this in several ways, uh, but one, uh, thanks to uh, Dick Cheney's voucher program, of course Lisa could go to that school if she could cough up the remaining amount of money uh, that private school costs over public school, and also, uh, USC is not the best school in South Carolina. I, I think that's been savagely uh, presented on multiple occasions. Are we fighting about it? No, no, I just wanted to make sure people know you know, South Carolina is is not my choice for uh, where I stay a lot of the time, but you know, there are better places than USC.
1: It's good, Matt, you put that on the record. Um, So we meet mm-hmm. Greta, we meet, we see, oh, she's Greta Wolfcastle, Wolf Castle, and Bart's invited over to their house. Still plot, I can't, I can kind of see it in the distance, vaguely. Uh, we go to the commercial at seven minutes and four seconds in. And when we come back, we see Homer giving terrible advice about women to Bart, because
2: that's what he does. Uh, I mean, I mean, to be fair, he does tell them don't call them names like Boxcar or what's the other one, Robbie? Jumbo.
1: Yeah, don't call them Boxcar or Jumbo, which is, yeah, which, hey, okay, that is good that advice. That good advice. Don't call any girl Jumbo. She will not like it. Actually, okay, don't call that's... anyone Jumbo. That is actually my amended advice. Don't call anyone Jumbo unless they call themselves Jumbo. Exactly. And even then, you should probably ask if you're allowed to before that. Boxcar, though? I will absolutely take Boxcar. Will... Well, that's
2: true. If someone calls me Boxcar, that's that's totally okay. But I'm a guy. I don't really care what people call me. Women, though, probably not unless they introduce hey, themselves as, hey, I'm Boxcar.
1: I would, hey, from now on, please call me Boxcar.
2: Yeah. So, all right, boxcar. Uh mm-hmm. now we we get the Wolfcastle shows up in a Hummer that's as wide as the entire street and runs over a whole bunch of things. Uh we get jokes about terrible gas mileage. Uh it's you know, one mile per gallon on the highway in zero city, ha ha ha. Celebrities and giant vehicles and terrible gas mileage. Oh, that has not aged well, unfortunately, but hey, that's okay. Uh so Wolfcastle picks up Bart and then drives him to his house where Greta is waiting. Which you'd think the Simpsons would have dropped Bart off, but weird. I guess this is an excuse to tell for uh, Wolfcastle and and Bart to Matt, you know
1: interact. Matt, mm. they there are so many that half this episode, half that's me, and that's me being generous. Half uh-huh. half of this episode doesn't need to exist. It's it's well, it true. is it's filler. It it's not even like it it doesn't. There's there's nothing in any of this that needs to be told to us. It's not funny. It's not important for the story. Like what is in what information is communicated in that hummer ride that matters in the long run of this episode? I mean nothing, nothing, and that's what I mean. Like you have to ideally you are delivering character, you're delivering setting, you're delivering plot. All at the same time, and in the case of The Simpsons, comedy. So jokes, making this all funny at the same time. And a large part of this episode does none of those things. It doesn't deliver anything. Because, tell me what Greta is. Give me a... Describe Greta to me, Matt. She is a tiny, privileged little girl. Okay. Any... Anything, what, what does she want? What is, whatever, what is her motivations for this episode?
2: Uh, she likes Bart, and is, uh, like most young people, is petty when,
1: uh, Bart dumps her. When do we find that out? When do we find out she wants Bart? Uh, I believe, okay, uh, I was actually just about to get to that, so... Okay, go ahead. Hang tight. Uh,
2: so, at, uh, when they get to, uh, the Wolf Castle estate... Uh, which I, it has to be at least in a state. It might even be a plantation or, you know, a dominion or whatever the heck you want to call it. Uh, Bart and Greta walk around the house. It's a cool house. Greta's got lots of cool things, including props. And they sit down to watch Itchy and Scratchy on DVD. Because I think DVDs were still a new thing to Simpsons writers at the time. Remember uh, even though they'd been around for about five, six years by that point.
1: Remember DVDs?
2: I do remember DVDs. And then I remember HD DVDs and Blu-rays and all of those things that we don't bother with anymore.
1: But, but the... I, I will I will say DVDs, I think DVDs and Blu-rays in general, Blu-rays probably at this point, but I think DVDs as well, with things that don't make it to Blu-ray, I, I think they yeah. will slowly make a, 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 you know, they're not only going will be as big as they were, but I do think that they are not going to disappear forever because I think there is a growing portion of people who realize that streaming... Services are no aren't necessarily the answer when you have so many of them, and a lot of people are relying on. Hey, if I have this disc, they can't take it away from me, you know. And I want to watch my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. They don't have they don't have the mat the mat answer, which is just have a giant server that has every movie that's ever existed on it. I wish I actually started a new hard drive because it was getting full. (laughs) But
0: it's
2: the the clarity of the Itchy and Scratchy on DVD. Oh, Actually, I always felt that animation was one of the best things that could be digitized because of the clean lines around everything. Uh, It's like a PNG versus a JPEG. I mean, one of them is a lot sharper because their life does not have clean delineated lines around things where animation usually does. So, yes, you're probably right. Itchy and Scratchy do look better on DVD. And not to mention, you get the DVD commentary where Itchy and Scratchy tell us about working with Steven Soderbergh and there's more violence. It's a picture in picture violence.
3: Hmm.
2: yeah so at the end of watching the dvd uh we see bart laughing like crazy and greta gives him a look of obvious interest and scoots closer to him and this is our first indication that greta is into bart so it comes maybe two minutes into act two so it's you know fairly far into the episode i feel like
1: yep it doesn't they take their sweet time so yes
2: uh Sorry, I stopped you earlier. From uh, we were talking about Greta's character. And oh, I right. The first indication Greta
1: is me. barely a character. I'm just she's she's Reese Witherspoon does the best she can. But Greta, we don't know what we don't know. We never learn why Greta likes Bart. I mean, it is we have to assume it's because he saves her from some rich bullies and because he's different than all the other rich kids. But. After that, there's never any more to it. It is never, you, you know, you could build her in a way that you go, okay, she likes Bart. Why? And you answer the why she likes Bart. And then, if you really want to go for it, you answer the question, why, the the second why, the why about the why. You know, why does she like Bart, and why does she think she likes Bart? And... We don't get any of those. It's just oh, she likes Bart. She is, she is a plot. She's a plot device. That's what Greta is. And it, oh yeah, and this episode makes it 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 fails because that's what she is. She's not anything but a plot device to get this. If you want to, well, I mean, make you like think about thinking about Laura, or think about uh, I forget the girl's name and Bart's friends falls in love, but. We spend time with them. They have dialogue that talks about how they feel. They they talk about their family life. They talk about, you know, why they are, how they feel about different things, about why they like the boys, our our characters, the ones we know. They spend time. They write for those characters. And that's really all it is. It's literally all you have. It's all that. All, it's attention to, hey, we have this guest character. We could either just make her the simplest, dumbest version of this character type, or we could actually spend time with her and like have more than just jokes about Homer. There or skin that Matt. We're we, there's So, but please continue. I'm gonna.
2: Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 get to this. Um. So, uh next up, the Wolfcows come over for dinner because the families are becoming friends. That's what happens when your kids go out. You become. Friends with the other kids' parents. Uh, I mean, it happened with, I don't know about you, right but it happened with my parents. Um, but the Wolf Wolfcastles, uh, Marge goes all out to impress them.
0: I hope you enjoy these German sausages. I've been grinding all day, so I'm not sure what organ meat is in what intestinal casing. Bratwurst, sourbraten, Donderblitzen. Oh, Mom, isn't there anything vegetarian?
3: Ha, 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 Homer. I see your daughter as one of those whale kissing, Dukakis hugging, moon maidens. <laughs> yeah, one time she—oh, <coughs> she's looking at us. Be cool.
0: What are you doing? Oh, I got you. One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Hey, that was a fast count. <laughs>
3: Remember when I said I would eat you last? I lied. So, yes, uh, as
2: you can see, the families are getting along really well. Um, I feel like at this point we do get a little bit of Bart and Greta together. and It seems like they are a decent match. Rubby is very correct. We see no reason why... Greta would like Bart, but it seems like they are similar enough in terms of personality, uh, or maybe Greta's just wrong with the punches, who knows, that the relationship makes some kind of sense, just a little bit, but it's enough to actually make what happens next feel definitely not earned, but, you know, kind of, sort of, that way. So, yes, uh, then, horror of horrors, Bart brings Milhouse to hang out with greta for some reason
1: and Matt and he this is is i know bart is stupid at times
3: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. but this whole he he of all of all of, of the kids is the one that is most socially intelligent he he's the he's the the kid who knows how relationships work with other children and how he he is. That's what he's good at, and I think he would realize that Greta likes him, and not bring house Yeah, yeah, you think, but well, and, kids are. And we don't know why he brings Millhouse. He just does, and that's the thing. Like we don't know why anyone does anything. It, it things are just happening. Characters don't have motivations. They don't have reasons, and, and and it can be an easy reason, but. You can just simply, you know, Milhouse can have a sad puppy dog look for 10 seconds, but I don't know. I don't know what I want. I I can't this episode, Matt. I know. I know. Let's power through it. Okay. So, uh, obviously,
2: bringing Milhouse over is ridiculous because Milhouse launches into the fact that he has his bathing suit under his clothes and... Greta very politely says, oh, do you want to go swimming in a disgusted voice? Because that's what you do when you talk to Milhouse. You're you're always a little feel a little dirty. Uh, but Milhouse then makes her makes her promise to watch him dive, which whatever. And of course, Bart is completely oblivious to all this. He's just like, yes, yeah, my boy Milhouse. Everyone likes this guy, except Bart's only friends with him because of geographical convenience. As he states right here, I just yeah. Anyway, uh, next up. We see the families becoming friends again. Rainier Wolfcastle goes to Moe's with Homer and immediately decides it's a bad idea.
3: Hello, gentlemen. Would you care to meet my new best friend, Rainier Wolfcastle? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Hey, I've been using that ab rule you endorsed, but I haven't gotten any results.
3: Right, because you've been using it backward. Are you really Homer's Fred?
0: After they shoot your movies, who gets the leftover film? Is it true that if I kill you, I become you?
3: Ugh, This looks like a chop for my authorized lookalike.
0: Hi, I'm Chuck. I live in his trunk. So how much you lookalikes make? Cuz some say I look like Macaulay Culkin.
2: Ah! Yes, that is that is exactly what happened. I just I don't even I literally can't even, Robbie. But hey, what you gonna I, do?
1: I'm not watching this episode. I, I don't. Why is this here? It's not Still funny. Time. It's they not they like near Wolf Castle. It's not funny. It's not funny. Nope. It's not a funny. There's not a funny joke to be had here. I I think. I don't know. It it feels. I don't know how it felt topical then, but it, it's certainly not now. They're not. There's no timeless quality to anything here. There's no reason, why are we seeing Homer and Rainier Wolfcastle hang out? Because they thought it was funny, but why can't we spend time instead seeing Bart and Milhouse and Greta hang out and maybe get a little bit more insight into Greta, see a little bit more of Milhouse shoehorning his way in between them, or Greta trying to get closer to Bart and failing because Milhouse is there. Why not do that? Well... That would take more work. I guess. it. Yeah, I guess that's fair.
2: Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> moving back. Uh, so Greta invites Bart to a dance um, because she wants to spend time with him. Obviously, she likes him very much. You know, that's what people who like each other do. They go to dances together. However, Bart subsequently learns. Uh, Bart agrees, but then subsequently learns that Skinner is going to be doing some stand up comedy. And this actually kicks off what might be the only re- decently funny part. It's not really funny, but it's a decently funny. A uh, bit of this
1: entire episode. Matt. Do you do you disagree with me Robbie? I strongly disagree with you. I absolutely oh. I absolutely despise these Skinner bits. I I absolutely oh. hate them. Like of everything in this episode what is what is this garbage? What are you doing? I can't believe you think this is entertaining. This is a parody of of Seinfeld a uh, over like a decade later and it's not even good. It's not like it's a like I can I can deal with them doing, you know, parodies of things that are very old. I don't care about that, but at least make them good. In what they just use a seinfeld bass sting, and then have Skinner stay in front of a brick brick wall, which is the same bit they used for Rainier Wolf Castle seven seasons ago. Seven seasons ago. And it's just, and it's not even, and it's Skinner bombing. That is the joke. The joke is Skinner bombs at doing stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's just to do, it's just him just standing in front of it. it do, and the thing is, it it doesn't seem to make him upset. He just stands there and takes abuse from Bart.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it's almost as if like, I feel like rather than Bart doing this, he should be feeding lines to Agnes and Agnes should be doing it because Skitter often gets mad at Bart. Uh, he's constantly yelling at him about whatever, but his mother is the one person who could, you know, really hate on him and he would just take it for some reason. Uh, so it is a little incongruous, but I don't know. As somebody who loves stand-up comedy, I thought these bits were at least
1: worthwhile compared to the rest of the episode. It's such a waste. It doesn't... You don't need to show me, again, how does this connect to the central plot? And you don't need to show me, It, I, frankly, Matt, what I would rather see here, instead of Bart just heckling Skinner for a minute, Show Mm -hmm. me Greta sad. That would be very helpful. Yeah. Show me Greta instead of Bart coming back to Lisa. Lisa then tells him that Greta called. I'm like, why can't we just see Greta at the dance being sad? Why can we, you don't need, you guys can follow whatever character you want. It doesn't, there's no, you don't have to follow Bart. I don't know why they, they do. To because they think it's the funny thing, I guess, except yeah, I well,
2: that, and it's like it's about the family, the family is what's most important.
1: But in this episode, it is the uh, okay, I don't, it's filler, it's this is all filler, this all filler,
2: it, it's all completely filler. Uh, so I actually captured quite a bit of Skinner's oh, good. comedy, Great. For Robbie. Can't, can't wait. So, Rob, I'll, I'll see you in 47 seconds, Robbie. You cool. can take your headphones off.
0: All right, let's keep this train wreck moving. Principal Skinner? I know him. He's not funny. Well, enjoy.
3: So it's uh, standardized testing time again. Have you ever noticed how the dumb kids fill in the wrong circles?
0: Seymour! Seymour! (laughs)
3: Lost my place. Maybe, 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 maybe a little uh, improv would raise the roof here. Would someone name a profession?
0: Loser principal!
3: Uh, I think I heard California surfer. Huh?
0: Huh? Yo suck, Seymour! <laughs> <laughs> See,
2: that's the thing. Agnes is there. It would be so much funnier if she were the one yelling at him, but, you know, it I don't, has to be barked.
1: I just don't know why this is here. I, everything in an episode should... I shouldn't have to think about it. It should just be... Immediate, it should. It should well, okay. provide. You already it said it's. It should it's provide. It's full time. I, why not make there? <laughs> what, Robbie? I don't know how this got out the door. This feels they, like oh, this because they had this, to make
2: twenty-two episodes in a season.
1: This feels, but it feels like you know when you're doing your homework five minutes before bell the bell rings. You're just like, uh, scribble, scribble, scribble. Uh, yeah. Um, then Bart goes to Skinner doing stand up comedy, scribble, scribble. scribble. Uh, and he yells like Bart doesn't even yell funny things at him, just yells him that he sucks. I'm like, well, that's not what is that? That's not a joke. That's true.
2: Yeah. All right. We have we have harped on Sinners comedy, and there's only a tiny bit left of this mm. act, uh, mm-hmm. and, and then I can go back to you uh, complaining even more. So uh, Bart comes home, Lisa confronts him, and it really feels that like this is the first time Bart actually figures out or realizes, I should say, because he doesn't figure it out. Lisa tells him that Greta likes him, uh, and basically Lisa tells him that he has to break it off with her because his he doesn't like her in the same way she likes him which for someone like Bart is probably the correct thing to do. Uh, and then, of course, we get a stupid joke about Homer going to a cockfight, which is not something that should be joked about. But there are so many worse things in this episode, so we're going to push past that. Uh, and then we have Bart breaking up with Greta, who, which she cries and Bart doesn't really seem that affected by it. And then we go to a commercial.
1: We You didn't mention Wiggum also. apparently is. Oh, that's right. They're at the ice cream shop, and Wiggum is
2: or Lou is breaking up with Wiggum by going to get another job. I don't think he actually follows through, so Wiggum's tears apparently work.
1: I also wanted to mention that we didn't, you didn't really talk about it too much, but there is a moment where when Milhouse is, when they first show up at Greta's house, Bart and Milhouse together, and Milhouse runs off and jumps into the pool, and Bart makes the joke, oh, he'll sleep tonight. I want to make point this out this is they use that exact same joke in last week's episode
2: oh really i don't even remember that
1: they have after Artie Ziff dances by himself oh that's right yeah and even wigum says it wigum says it wigum's like oh he'll sleep tonight and the same joke guys two weeks in a row Hmm? well we come back from commercial 15 minutes and 20 seconds in so now Greta. ...is going out with Millhouse. Bart discovers that Greta has moved on to Millhouse.
0: Greta, I'm sorry I didn't handle the breakup well, but you're a sweet kid, and someday you'll find someone who... What's
3: up?
0: Millhouse? Greta? Well, no one has to draw me a picture. Oh, but I did. <gasps> Greta, is this how it is? Yes. Except he kissed me in the eye. Hmm. Oh, I was an idiot. Now I'll be alone forever. Why did I break up with her? Oh, Bart, it's human nature. You only want her because someone else has her. Prove it. Using examples from this room. All right, look. Maggie's not playing with this ball right now. But look what happens when I take it. <laughs> See? Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Uh...
2: I feel at least in this episode, I, I I feel her pain and I feel her frustration. And, you know, that was my face throughout most of this.
1: Um, I would grab a date, Millhouse, To get back at Bart. But that's not what I don't know why she's but that's not. How do I know that's what she's doing that? We don't know. We're supposed to assume that because we know women from other sitcoms. That's what I'm. But that's not. That's a bad answer, man. That's a bad answer. I know
2: it's a bad answer. I'm not saying it's a good answer. I'm just giving
1: you the answer that they probably uh, thought of. Make her something. (laughs) Make her. That'd be fantastic. Make her a character. Dear God. I don't know how many times. And, you know, Skeletors did it just as much, where just had these guest characters, and they are nothing. They are plot devices. When. And it's all about writing. It is literally about spending time f- and finessing a character and figuring out what they are, who they, what they want, and why they do things. Greta doesn't have any of that because we don't sp- see her. She is just, you know, we get her for a second here and there, and she does. She on um, most of her emotion is communicated with glances at Bart. Like yeah. use words, guys. Let her talk. Uh so. Now Greta's going out with Millhouse, and Bart is following them around, sneaking, trying to, I don't know, he gets this lesson from Lisa, he's like, oh, you want her, you only want her because now you don't have her. And then he just goes against her advice? I don't, why is Lisa tell him this then? It just makes him look stupid. Uh, because, exactly, which is what they're trying to do. It, are they? I mean, that's what it feels like. They succeed if that's what they're trying to do. I feel like they don't know what they're doing, and it's just an accident. That's what I feel like well, everything in this episode is, but I feel like it's an accident. So, Mark follows him around. We get a little montage of this. It's fine. Then we discover that Greta and Milhouse are going to Canada to film... Uh, no, well, they are not filming, but Radio Wolf Castle is filming a film in Toronto. And Greta and Milhouse are going to Toronto. And then the Simpsons follow them for some reason. Well,
2: because the Simpsons have always wanted to go to Canada, of course.
1: So they go to Canada. Uh, We get very disappointing Canadian jokes. None of them are... Homer gets hit by a car because they have free health care. Get jokes about politeness. (laughs) Ha 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 And if they weren't dated again... I feel like this episode, that is my... Writ large, my review of this episode is... If it wasn't outdated then... It certainly is now. I have heard the polite Canadian Canadians jokes. I get it. I maybe it's because I lived in Canada for a couple years. I I've heard them all. I got heard all the jokes. Yes, Canada Canadians are so polite. Woo hoo! Funny jokes. In in this whatever. So they're in Canada. It doesn't matter. It could be anywhere. That's the other thing. It doesn't. It's not important that it's Can- Canada. It's not important that it's Toronto. It just is a the place they pick. Where they had a couple jokes ready, I guess. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we see Wolfcastle filming a movie about being a muscle bell nerd. We get a joke about. We don't really get a joke. I shouldn't use the word joke. We get a scene where he throw, he pushes, he's a gets harassed and bullied, and so he takes a guy and shoves him through another guy. Matt, did you laugh at one point at all in this episode? Did you ever laugh?
2: I think I smiled during Skinner's stand-up routine when he goes, uh, why do you suck?" and he says, "I lack confidence." That's the closest I got to an actual laugh. I'm pretty sure I rolled my eyes so hard at the the nerd, the muscle bound nerd thing that they might have popped out of my head.
1: So, it's it's there, it's fine. It is it is it is a, it is a reference. Hey, look, Rainier Wolf Castle. So, Bart is is there stalking them still and ends up fighting Millhouse. And this is so much like Bart's friend falls in love, except not as well choreographed. Nope, it's just two little boys rolling around. Rolling around and they end up at the curling, a curling competition and they make fun of curling. Um, Cool. Curling. Because of
2: course you have to do.
1: Curling. I don't... Are, why i I don't curling is fine it's no worse than bowling or darts or any of these other niche sports no
2: robbie it's worse because it's from canada obviously
1: or it's it's not even i don't know if it's every it feels like these lazy sitcom gags you know oh two the two viewers who are watching curling like well what that's all right why are we instead of okay like, there's creative ways to have fun with niche sports, and the Simpsons have done it in the past, but this is not one of them. But they fight for a while, and then Greta is there, and we find out that Greta has decided to move on from both of them.
0: Greta, I miss you so much. Please be my girlfriend again. No. Yes! The house always wins! Sorry, Milhouse. I thought Canada would save our relationship. But it only made it worse. You're breaking up with me? Why? I guess I was just looking for someone more... masculine. I told you! I don't know how that scrunchie got in my hair! Sorry, guys. But you two have put me off dating for at least four years. I think I'll just buckle down and co-produce my dad's movies. Need a unit production manager? It's too late, Bart. Well, I guess we're single again. I can't believe I have to give her half my stuff. But are we still friends? Till the next one. So, what do we do now? Well, we're in Canada. Let's find something fun. I've got just the ticket. Come on. I can't believe we're on the Canadian Olympic basketball team. Yep, it's just that easy. (sighs) Wow, that was close. You can be the center.
3: How come you always run out of tardy slips before you run out of permission slips?
0: How come you suck?
3: Um, uh, I lack confidence. Yep. yep and that's, yep, yep.
1: that's the end of the episode. That's how the episode ends. I didn't edit that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's how it went. Um. I know. I know. There's... It's just that. That's all there is. It's just Bart and Milhouse fight for a bit. And then Greta just is like, no, I don't like either of you.
2: Why? Yeah, it's like she did at one point. What changed? I mean, obviously, behind their obvious behavior, if she actually said, hey, this fight
1: makes you realize that you're terrible. I mean, that's the thing, Matt. There's not there's a bare semblance of plot here. There's not real motivation for any of these characters. You know, Bart is the only one that gets anything, and even then, it's never really properly explored. There's too much time. We have to spend time with Skinner's comedy and Homer spending time with Rainier Wolfcastle and clips of Rainier Wolfcastle's movie and bad Canadian jokes. Um, and to be fair, by the mid-2000s, Steve Nash was playing in the NBA, and he would be on the Canadian canadian basketball olympic canadian basketball team and steve nash was very very good at basketball so i don't know why they can't even that this, again lazy it's a lazy lazy jokes like you don't even it's like basketball canadian basketball that's the joke we're going with like do research do something do that's and that's like a plea to this episode it's just like this is this this episode might as well not exist there's nothing in it that is meaningful you could just erase it And it wouldn't change anything. It's just, it's so empty. And it it is just a waste of time. I don't find Mm -hmm. it funny. It doesn't explore any character, really, at all. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, uh, provide any reason that it exists at all, honestly. Um, I would call it bad that I don't even, calling it bad, I think, is too generous. Because that would mean it was something like this this feels like a like there it it feels like the barest of efforts and i don't know what to do like what is this what is this garbage uh. i would be embarrassed if my name was on this i would be embarrassed
2: i mean i would too uh but maybe in 2002 the simpsons writers were like you know what whatever we have a job to do let's knock it out quickly
1: that's what it feels like. It feels. It feels like homework turned in on the last second. uh It feels like uh, some college paper I wrote at four in the morning because it needed to get done. <laughs> Except, I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I I think all there is a Millhouse says was up in this man, like the Budweiser I I commercial. Know. It, it's just, and it just it feels so dated, so empty. Empty is the word. Uh, anything else you want to add, Matt?
2: Nope. I don't think so. I think we're done with this, thankfully. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. Huh. Um, we'll rank it at the end of the show. Is this episode broken, Matt? Yes, the answer is yes. Well,
2: obviously, yes. I mean,
3: but I honestly have no idea how to fix it. Okay, here. Oh, No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea.
1: Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Ah. Fix this episode. I will... It's not that complicated, Matt. One is basically just, like, spend time with it. Get past a first or second draft. Uh, oh, yeah. But one... Cut. 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 So, cut all this unnecessary garbage. Cut Wolfgang Puck. Cut the... the, the Half the scenes at the private school. Have it so that Bart and Greta are dating by the end of first the first act. Spend act two... With more time with them together, Bart being oblivious, Greta giving us reasons she likes Bart. Maybe Greta spends a little time with Lisa. And so we see them have scenes together where she could talk to Lisa and Lisa go, Why do you like Bart? And it's like Lisa understands. Lisa can see that Bart, like Greta loves Bart, and Bart is kind of oblivious about it. Why don't we have that scene? And Greta can explain to Lisa that, Oh, I like him because of this reason and this reason and this reason. I don't we don't need to see spend time with Rainier Wolfcastle. We don't need to spend time with Homer. I don't care about this is not a Homer episode. Why is Homer getting scenes at all? We don't need is why is we why are we spending so much time with Skinner's comedy? Why don't we have time with Greta at the dance being sad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera and so at the end of the second act, you could still end up with Bart breaking up with Greta at the same place, except you have so much more character in that same amount of time. And then by the time you get to Act 3, it, it don't make it in Canada. Make they are just hanging out in Springfield, Millhouse and and, and and Greta. And Bart confronts Milhouse in Springfield. We cut all those dumb Canadian jokes that are funny. Get more time because of that. And then you could actually have some time with Greta going, Oh, I this is why I don't want to date either of you. And we can have some more character instead of and less filler. But Robbie Filler is easy and character is hard. Yeah, you're right, Matt. You are. You're correct. That the version of the episode I just proposed is much harder to write. It is also better. Uh, At least, you know, the hard part is the jokes, frankly. But this is not funnier than like my version of the episode that doesn't that doesn't even have any jokes penciled in is no different than this one where there are no where it's not funny. I don't. I find no humor in any of the sitcom jokes from like 1994, like if it, it, a bad sitcom from 1994. Yeah, like you can best jokes are based on character, and there's none of that in this. There's, there's well, of course not. It's zero. Um, let's move on, please. Yep. Uh, we can move on to the next segment. It's time for comments of the news here. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Come to New Scoop is where I come through the old, well, I used to come through the old TV. And, <laughs> and now I come through the uh no forums for reviews about the, 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 the episode right after it came out. Um, a little more, uh, much more mixed on this one than last week's episode. Um, I would hope so. Yeah, 13%. Give it a five out of five. 32% 4 out of 5, 36% 3 out of 5, which is the lead, the majority is 3 out of 5, and then 19% combined, giving it a 2 or 1 out of 5. A uh, handful of reviews, let's see, uh, first, I re- actually I really like this one, I don't have a whole lot to say except the ending didn't seem to s- didn't seem too sudden, there were a lot of great jokes and all the McBain stuff was fantastic, I especially like Moe's impersonation of Macaulay Culkin, A-. minus. Uh, next, the episode was decent. I expected more from it, so I guess I'm a little let down. There's some great jokes, but then there were really stupid jokes. I really hated Millhouse yelling, What's Up? I have to say that was a little above mediocre. I think the final joke booked up from a 3 to a 3.5. Why do you suck? Final score, 3.5 out of 5. And finally, um, a, a raving review, man. Another thing I loved about this episode was all the characters were where they should be. All of them. Homer was excellent. Bart and Melis were exactly as they should be. Wolfcastle was good. Lenny and Carl were right on, etc., etc., etc. Also, there were no unsimpsons-like dirty humor, no over-cartoony crap, no ruining characters with gay references or anything. And overall, the humor in certain parts of the episode felt very old school. Let's tell me you find the bumper cars scene funny. I laughed as soon as I saw Bart was riding a Mercedes car. Whoo, boy! Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Plate. What other stuff does that person like? Because I would like to avoid it. Get it? It's bumper cars, but the cars are fancy. Uh-huh. And they don't actually bump each other. That's the joke, too, guys. That's that's literally the joke in this episode. The episode is, it's bumper cars, but the cars are fancy. And they have chauffeurs in the bumper cars. Oh, boy. Um, I feel like this episode should just be us letting dead air go for like two hours because that's what this episode made me feel. It made me feel dead inside. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <laughs> Yellow.
0: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog. We have a wiener.
1: Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is what is your favorite John Lovett's character quote? Uh, first from Hannah. Hello. I am Llewellyn Sinclair. I've directed three plays in my career and I've had three heart attacks. That's how much I care. I'm planning for a fourth. Why does everyone always pick the best ones? Oh, OMG, the way he says his own name. LOL. Uh, Jenny, while directing, hats off to Hanukkah. I dra- reduced more than one cast member to tears. Did I expect too much for fourth graders? The review play enjoyed by all speaks for itself. Uh, for Maddie, Marge, I would appreciate if you didn't tell anybody about my busy hands. Not so much for myself. But I am so respected, it would damage the town to hear it. Uh, from Lauren. Uh, Wolfcastle. The film is just me in front of a brick wall for an hour and a half. It costs $80 million. Jay, how do you sleep at night? Wolfcastle. On top of a pile of money with many beautiful ladies. Just Jay, just asking. Sheesh. Uh, Oh my god, Jay Sherman. Remember when Jay Sherman was on The Simpsons? I do. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Brian. I have directed three plays in my career and I've had three hard attacks. That's how much I care I play for a fourth. I'm not an easy man to work for. While directing Hats Off to Haruka, I reduced more than one cast member to tears. Did I expect too much for fourth graders? The review play enjoyed by all speaks for itself. By all, Matt. Um, by as, all. As a middle school teacher, this line from a streetcar named Marge pops into my head every year when casting our school's annual musical. From Joseph, it stinks. If only Jay was here for this episode. From Zach at Zakowalski, his rendition of the Oscar Mayer Wiener song is truly beautiful. From Lauren at Elkhambi88, it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Um, Allison at Amethyst1258, Amethyst, I would appreciate if you didn't tell anyone about my busy hands, for I am so respected it would damage the town to hear it. From Mike at More Beer for Mike. And there's a man who didn't know if he had a pimple or a boil. It was a gummy bear. Uh yeah. Brian at Brian J. Field at Brian J. Field. Uh the review Play Enjoyed by All speaks for itself. Uh James at James w- Under Warwick. Travel the world and the seven seas. I am watching you through a camera. You like my my singing, man? I do. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you very much. That's what I was like. I way need... better than watching this episode. <laughs> That's f- from Geno Man at Eugene R McGrath. Ahem. I I I love that sound. So I I had yeah. to, I had to include it. Matt, what's your answer? Uh,
2: I mean, really, it has to be that I've directed three plays in my career and had three to heart attacks. It's just the perfect line. It tells you everything you need to know about Llewellyn Sinclair in one stinking line. It is wonderful. I love it so much. I still hear it whenever I think of that episode. That's the the line I think of. It's so perfect.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna pick uh, the play. In, uh, the review play enjoyed by all speaks for itself. Uh-huh. By all, Matt. By all, everyone, encompassing. Oh, John Lovitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week's question: What is the most outdated reference on the show? This is going to be a tough one because there are a lot now, <laughs> and I think we'll talk about it. Maybe when we go through these answers, but it got worse as the show went on because I think, I think we kind of got inundated with it with things like the Simpsons and things that are paired South Park in particular because obviously South Park's turnaround was so much so much faster but yeah. the Simpsons didn't really adjust a lot of the time um that's next week's question most outdated reference I'll post this question on our social media facebook.com slash the Simpsons show pod twitter at Simpsons show pod and you can email us at Simpsons show pod at gmail.com next up Matt it is time for the new google Show challenge
0: I am too smart I am too smart S-M-R-T.
1: I mean S-M-A-R-T! You know Google Trivia Challenges for Matt and I. Each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard. And try and stump the other. Matt has a lead on me so far. Just a hair of one. A hair is sometimes too much for me to overcome. But... <laughs> uh, are you ready for an easy question? I am ready, sir. These are all from New Kid on the Block. Oh, so you were thinking about uh Martin mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. I went and looked back at good relationship episodes. Who moves in next door in New Kid in the Block? I believe that is Laura. And? Oh, Laura and Ruth, her mom? Yeah. Okay. Ruth and Laura. Po- sure. Ruth and Laura Powers. I mean it's not next door, it's across the street, I think, or whatever. Yeah. Um close enough. Close enough. Neighborhood in the neighborhood. Uh what is my easy question, Matt? Your easy question. What
2: is the name of the resort Marge goes to in Homer alone? Rancho
1: Relaxo? You are correct. Also, I hate the title. Why is that? Because it's a lot of typing. Anything with more than five words I don't like. Okay, your medium question, Matt. What is the Simpsons address according to New Kid on the Block? Oh,
2: um... And they give it to three guys in Kabul or two guys from Kabul. Um, I believe it is. It, I'm pretty sure it's the first time we hear 724 Evergreen Terrace. I'm
1: sorry, Matt. Oh, is it the one thousand one one that we mm. only hear once? It is. And it's given to Mo, not to, Mo, the, t- that's not right. to the guys yeah. from Kabul. It is to Mo so that he can come kill Jimbo. Yeah. <laughs> it's 10, 1094 Evergreen Terrace. 1094. That's right. Mm-hmm. Shucks. All right. Your medium question. Where do the
2: police find Maggie when she runs away from Homer? At the
1: ice cream store. Wow. I thought you'd have to think about that for a little while. I remember it's it, it stands out in my mind visually because it, it, it's the cone of the ice cream looks like Marge's hair. You know, she, she is constantly searching out Marge's hair. So it's 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 stuck in my mind. Um, your hard question, Matt. What is included? In the Springfield, welcome a mobile basket.
2: Oh gosh. Um a free drink at Mo's. Um there's seven items. Seven. I might get two of these. Uh I believe there is uh a porn video. What's the, the name of it? A free drink at Mo's. Oh I have the... to know the
1: name of it? No, I'm I'm just wondering, do you know the name of it? You don't have to tell me. Uh, I, I think okay, I'll do right. it. Think, 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 think. Um, I'm just curious if you can remember it. It's a very, it's a, it's a momentary cutaway gag.
3: Yeah.
2: this is I don't for the, know. This is for um, the man of the
1: house, which I guess is you. It's,
2: just, <laughs> Thank you. This is so, so
1: nice. It's, it's Das Bot is the name of the, the porto. Das
2: bot, that's right. Yeah. I would remember that was this episode. Uh, that's all I got. I don't want anything else that's in that basket.
1: Uh, there is a potholder from the potholder barn. <laughs> a shoehorn. A neophile, a neophile, two clothespins, a free beer for Moe's, a free tattoo with every tattoo removal coupon, and a copy of Dasbut. Good old Dasbut. Mm-hmm. For the man at the house, which I guess is you. What's
2: my hard question, Matt? All right, Robbie, your hard question. When Bart and Lisa stay with Patty and Selma, what three beverages are they offered? Oh, God.
1: Um, champagne, Tab, and tomato juice. You are on the right track,
2: so hard, but every single one of those is wrong.
1: <laughs> I just, I just went right with immediate, so, my immediate gut reaction.
2: Yeah, uh, it is clamato, Mister Pibb, and soy milk.
1: <laughs> clamato. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Clamato, Matt. We are tied. Uh oh. It's getting real up in her, and we're halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm good with a tie. I like ties uh, with you at least. I'll take a tie with you every day.
2: <laughs> uh, hey,
1: uh, this week you're a point up on me. I, that's true. I, I got, I got, I had to make up ground. All right, that's it for trivia this week. We can move on to our final segment, segment, we win every single episode. With it's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the power show where Matt and I rank the episodes category because we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever. And how good they are. This episode's bad. It? it is very, very bad.
2: I mean, I don't think it belongs way in the dregs of season 12 uh, down with Simpsons and Safari and like that, but it's not much better. I mean, I'm looking at Skinner's sense of snow around that area. The great money caper. I don't think it's as bad as make room for Lisa, but.
1: No, I I don't, it's not, like, blatantly offensive, like, it doesn't commit war crimes with the characters, there's no terrible character, there's no terrible character assassination, it's just boring, and meandering, and empty, and it is just, it has a vague semblance of a plot, but no one, no characters have real motivations, they just do things, like, and I think that's, I think it's, is it better or worse than Skinner's Sense of Snow?
2: I think this is worse, honestly, because as awful as Skinner's sense of snow is, I think you actually convinced me of that there are some redeeming parts of this, but the Bart wants what it wants. No, no, never want to see this again. It's just so useless to me.
1: Yeah, I think Skinner's sense of snow is more entertaining. Like I would 100% of the time watch that episode again over this. This is barely an episode it barely it, it feels it doesn't feel cohesive it you you it doesn't like because i think it doesn't feel cohesive is because all of those connect all that connective tissue that you want to make every to make every scene makes sense in correlation with all the other scenes and when you watch it it just jumps around and Flits, or flits from scene to scene and it, it's on whims of the writers what they had written what they had already and I, I don't know what there there's no rhyme or reason why we're watching Skinner do a bad stand up sh- set you know there's no rhyme or reason like Rainier Wolfcastle's in the episode so they're like oh let's have a, have a scene with him and Homer at the bar and I'm like well why? what does that have to do with it's not a B plot. There is no B plot, and that's the thing. There's no. This is an. A, a, and usually, Matt, we love the plots that are, the episodes that just have one plot, unless those plots are terrible, which this is. Yeah, that's the thing. The, there is no B plot. It's just meandering nonsense. You have to have a story, guys. I still make it, have a, a story. Um. So yeah, I don't think it's as. I think make room for Lisa is where we start entering the like character assassination episodes. Yep. And I don't think this is that. I think this is just terribly boring and dull. Uh, which I don't think it's what they want. to. I don't think that's what they want, Matt. I think they don't want to have boring episodes that are dull and meandering. But this is where we, Al Jean is already forging his identity as the, you know with his second run of the show. And it's these types of episodes that are like counter, but counterbalance the good ones, the ones that are charming and, and, and sweet. You, then you get this nonsense which doesn't focus on anything and it's tremendously dull. Like, it was difficult. Guys, I want to reinforce this idea as well. You guys at home, it's difficult to talk about this episode because nothing happens. <laughs> oh, that is the truth. It's just empty. <laughs> like, it's. There's no, nothing goes on. There's just like. There's multiple scenes where they just have like us. We just look at stuff. I'm like, well. Like a montage of Canada, a montage, multiple montages, just long intro sequence. It's just they, the shortest possible episode, shortest amount of, the least amount of writing possible. Whew. Um, our next episode, Matt, you know what it is? I don't. Do I want to? It is The Lastest Gun in the West.
2: Oh, I actually remember liking this one. Buck so...
1: McCoy. All right, we'll see if that holds up. I've watched this episode more recently, and I thought I I think I remember enjoying it, but I am not. I don't I mean, know. I feel if
2: like that is the cadence of the Algin years. It'll be good episode, bad episode, good episode, bad episode.
1: I so don't know. This let's has a, let's this, see if a. that keeps this, up. This episode has a certain uh, reputation. Really? Well, I guess it's not
2: discussed now because I don't know this reputation. I want to hear about it next week.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that next week. How do I? do this man we uh you can find before we go hey you can find all our stuff on our websites the links to our facebook to our twitter to our rss feed link to our patreon if you wanted to help us out throw us a couple dollars you'd really appreciate it and get access to a bunch of bonus podcasts as well um i am on twitter at Robbie Dorman, and you can check out my website it's RobbieDorman.com, it has links to all my other podcasts and link to my books if you want to buy my newest horror novel truth i'd really appreciate it it's about a news house hounded, haunted by a specter of truth. It's really good, guys. You can also read it for free on Kindle Unlimited. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him.
2: Uh, that is true. However, a hurricane is going to hit me this weekend. Yay! Well, it's probably the early night Tuesday. So, if you have a message, all you have to do is get it onto the plane that they fly into the middle of the hurricane. Just let it out, and it will find its way to me, because I've got a big net in the air. <sighs>
1: I'm Raleigh. And I'm Matt. And I keep watching this subsets. 嘩